This is Corey and Robert. Welcome to So So Scrutiny. Robert, what do you th- what do you I'm gonna th- guess Dragon Force. No, oh. not quite, but along the right frame of mind there. Kill switch. No. Oh no, I know who it is. It's August Burns Red. No. Oh, damn, I, they do them all too. I get uh, okay, so Am I circling it? Yeah, kind of, but they're kinda unknown. They're oh. called Power Glove. Oh, I have heard of them. They, yeah. they cover video game music and Saturday morning cartoon wow, music. Wow, this is like a super technical song too. And yeah. he is like up up the ante. Yeah, <laughs> their drums are just <laughs> insane. I saw these guys live, and it was insane. And they're pretty like this good live. They're this good live. Wow, it was crazy. I remember seeing Dragon Force live a couple times and just being like, I should just quit music. Like yeah, why? They, like that's what it. The best is like I'm yeah, it's it, it's at a different level of just amazing, but well, I dig it. Yeah, <laughs> Simpsons it. theme song. Oh, nah, it's still going, it's still going. Do. <laughs> Do. <laughs> Need some growls, but um, oh, I thought it would be appropriate since today's oh, topic. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah, <laughs> cartoons. Yeah, our top three kind of. Uh, cartoons that we, as a kid, we were talking earlier off, off mic saying probably before when we were teenagers, adolescents. Yeah. Because when you get into a high, a high school or even, I mean, sorry, teenaging, teenaging, teenagers, <laughs> you get into a new level of uh, movies and cartoons and stuff. But yeah. As a kid, that's it kind of has like this fun nostalgia. Yeah. So. And we're going to kind of dive into that later on in the episode. Yeah. So what else have you been up to, man? Uh, first, first about week and a half of school. Yeah. Um, it's been great. I am thrilled. I love being back. It's my fifth year, so it definitely feels more seasoned this year. I feel like I have things together a little more, feel more confident. Would, would you, would they call you a veteran now? I don't know how Not many years. Not quite. No. I, think, I think veteran comes in at about 20, 10, 10 20 years when you're, when you're a teacher. Yeah. Um, Liz is my wife is at eight years, so she's closing. Oh, I didn't know she had that much more on you. Yeah, mm. she was uh, a badass. So. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. <laughs> so, do we have any uh, kids that are really like, uh, like rot- rotten? Ro- not rotten. I mean to say that. Um, any troublemakers yet? And troublemakers. Then also, and then, but then also, is there any kids that are like standing out already? Um, I don't have any real standout kids nobody has really stood out besides what you would normally imagine a middle schooler would do all the kids like you, you gotta admit like do, all right, do you sign seats or do you let the kids pick their own seats at the beginning of the year the first three days of school i say you can sit wherever you want to kind of gauge the dynamics of the class yeah, that's smart that's smart and then by this week today i i create a seating chart on 
Google slides. Oh, and Mr. Then they Mr. Google see it. Certified over here. Google Certified. Um, they can go ahead and pick their seat the first part, and then this week I assigned them. Hmm. And it works out because I'm able to kind of see the dynamics and, okay, that kid is sitting next to their friend who I would let you sit together, but... Yeah, you got to earn it. Too talkative, yeah. Because yeah. there's if it's a good friend, a good positive friend, and then you guys encourage each other and get good work. But yeah, you put, you but know. So far, I the the most I guess the behavior that's popped out the most is just being talkative. But they're all excited to be back and yeah. see their friends and all of those things. And I'm very I love 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 this year. These students, they're just. They have a different vibe to them than I remember last year. Hmm. Um, last year, we had, I had a lot of kind of troublemakers. but mm, Right away. Uh, right away, I could tell. But this year, they're pretty nice, pretty rad. Good to hear. I, well, we're, we were going to do the podcast last week on Thursday, and yeah. I had some <laughs> bad uh, karma that come my way, I guess. That's how I look at it. I did something wrong, but yeah, I got in a little fender bender, and back or uh, rear-ended some guy well actually it wasn't a guy it was like he was like i think he was 17 yeah and it was a it was a kid yeah basically and he gets out of his car all pissed like what the f- man like what's going on like and i was like dude calm down like it was my fault i'm sorry like are you okay he's like yeah i'm like i'm okay did he calm down yeah i was like i just Good. i need to let him know like but i totally get it you know mm-hmm. he's especially his hormones yeah and I first thought when it's like kind of calmed down, I was like, ah, oh, I did some bad karma. Something I did. I don't know what it was, but I did some bad karma and I need to repay it. And I realized that he's like, I'm going to call my dad. I'm like, okay, Mr. Badass, you got to call your dad over here. Um, I thought that was funny, but he went and talked to his dad and I took some pictures and when he came back, he's like, so my dad was like making sure that like we, we can make this cool. Like we do this like cool. And I was like, what does that mean? Exactly. I was like, does that mean like no insurance? Cause like I, I can't man, like there's no way I, I can afford not doing, going through my insurance for even mine like yeah. and, and yours. He's like, no, 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 we'll go through our insurance, but I'm kind of doing a Latino accent. I'm sorry, but that's what he was. <laughs> he kind of had an accent to him and uh, he, he's like, no, like um, just keep it cool. I'm like, all right, well let's just exchange our stuff. Let's get our phone numbers and I'll text you. Let's all just calm down go yeah. home and take, take a breath. And I'm going to call my insurance and we'll figure this out. He's like, okay. So we go home and canceled the podcast, went home and just, I was just done with the day. Yeah. And I realized uh, when I took a picture of his information, it was a learner's permit. Oh yeah. And that's what he meant. I didn't realize it like, um, like while I was there, I was just yeah. not in shock, but you know, when you get an accident, you're kind of yeah, just you're, yourself you're for a second. And I got home and realized like, oh, that's what he meant by cool. Like, and I also, when I looked in the car, there was like a young girl in there. Oh and, man, and it was like tinted windows, and she was kind of looking, and I didn't really care. Like I was just making yeah. sure he was okay. He said, "And I think that's what he meant. Uh, I guess it was his sister, and I guess a, he texted me saying maybe, uh, his his sister's baby was in there too." So I felt kind of bad. oh my gosh, yeah. And but he wasn't technically, I think, allowed to be driving. Okay, so that's what he meant by the yeah. let's do this the cool yeah. way. And so initially, when I called my insurance. When, they give you, you know, they ask basic info, like who, and if anybody was like hurt and was there anybody in the car? And I was like, uh, I think so. Or no, I initially I said, no, I said there was nobody else in the car. 
and then then they then they call you then they call me back and ask for like a full report they like really break it down and before, or before that I, I thought okay this is my time to make up my karma like this was totally my fault this kid's 17 he's just about to get on the road I totally could get this kid like yeah I could totally flip this and be that asshole and be like Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah, I was in the wrong, but you shouldn't have been driving. Like, but you know what? I'm not. It, that's not good karma. So I texted him and said, listen, man, uh, I'm going to tell my insurance that I didn't really see anybody else in the car. There could have been. I just talked to you and I'm just going on your word. And when they call you, just say that your dad was in there and he just wanted you to take care of it. Like, this is an experience. Like, yeah. go handle this. Like, be an adult. Cool. And he's like, Oh, okay. So I called my, and then my insurance called me back for like a full report. And I told him, listen, I didn't really see anybody. There's, there could have been someone in there, but I don't know. So I figured that was the best way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. So my car's in the shop right now. And I the, think the most I'm out to pay is 500. That's like the de- de- deductible. deductible. That's not bad. And Cause I, that's, that's my deductible. Possibly too. my, even take out some other dents on the other side of the car. I don't know. They when they did the estimate, they found some other stuff. And I was like, oh, well, is that gonna be part of the? That thing? would be good. <laughs> so we'll see. But I'm glad you know, gotta be positive. And it got figured out. And you know, I was angry right away. But then I just like, I'm okay. He's okay. Everything's okay. We have insurance. We have cars. Safe cars. His car was my car. Got the worst of it. So, but everything's good. I got luck. And also, luckily, I got a, an awesome family. Hopefully, they're listening. And I can always rely on them to yeah. get a car from them from multiple people. So also want to do a little uh, segue here to our sponsor of today. Not really. It's Coffee Code, uh, our go to coffee every time we do a podcast. Yes. Coffee Code. Today we're drinking a nice Ethiopian blend. Corey's got the hot pour over and I got the uh, cold brew. A little bit of, of flowers, melon and citrus. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I guessed because it had the earthier. He actually, yeah, before the mics came on, he he nailed it. Like this guy, you <laughs> have such a good palate when you're with beers too. Like, yeah, I can't do it until like you tell me, and then I go, oh, now I can like now that I know, but I can't pull it out. It's that earthy earthy taste. Usually, will mean it's kind of an Ethiopian or I some asked kind for like African. the more light one. He's like, well, yeah, this is flowery and yeah. citrus. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, but, I. I I go all ways. I'll drink whatever coffee. I think we should keep kind of mentioning coffee code until they hear about this. And then they, then they'll give us free coffee. When we yes. Come in, as long as we, uh, coffee I actually code. took a photo and I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Yes. Coffee code. <laughs> if you're out there, give us free I, coffee. The only, okay. This is the only, this is the only downside <laughs> I'm going to give to coffee code is, did you ever see that episode of, do you ever watch Seinfeld at all with like the soup Nazi? I did not. Do you know about that episode though? kind of famous don't. so there's an episode where they find this place that has like amazing soup like you think yeah. oh soup but like you I guess you taste it and it's just like amazing <laughs> but there's like a procedure you have to go in and if you don't do it right the head chef the soup Nazi will just throw you out like no soup for you and they'll throw you out no bread and you're done so you have to follow this certain like step up yeah here's my money like very robotic and you get your soup I kind of get that a little not so hard but a little bit at coffee code Every time I go there, I try to, cause I always used to be a barista, yeah. like I yeah. know coffee and I always try to order it the right way. So they don't have any other questions for me. They just yeah. go, yep, got it. All right. And no, like, you it, mean, yeah. And it's this whole list. You have to say like a certain kind of pour over 
you know, and then you gotta pick the coffee, and it's just like it is. It, I feel it, like such a dummy. They make me feel like a dummy, but <laughs> but they're also teaching me a little bit. But so. they make incredible coffee. But they know what they're doing over there. I'm not gonna question how they do it, but yeah. If awesome. you are ever find yourself in the Orange County, or I believe they said they have a spot somewhere Fullerton? else. I don't remember, but we'll have to find out. It's like a smaller one, but the one over here is kind of catty corner from uh, uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, and it's super good. Hole in the wall. So I'm so glad you found it. It's literally like the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Loved it. We met with our real estate agents when we came over here. Nice. We, we had that. They were like, "This place is good." Yeah, you weren't kidding. I'm. I've only gotten like the cold and hot, but maybe even, I saw someone drinking like a, a an iced latte, and I go, "Ooh, Ooh I, that's good I haven't too. done latte in a while." So maybe next time. Yeah. So let's get into uh, a little, a few things that we've been uh, uh, watching, or yeah, we both watched something today, yeah. uh, this week, right? Yeah, we did. You watched a movie, and I watched a TV show. Um, I watched a show, uh, second season of a show called Mind Hunter. You see oh, Mind Hunter? Yet? I have heard of that. We started season one, but oh, I okay. That I didn't really get still any get further. into it. All right, so I'll, I'll try to just for you. Also, you know, before we we haven't really talked about this off mic at all, but with spoilers, how do you want to deal with spoilers on this show? Well, let's just say spoiler alert. Because I, I also spoiler warning. Yeah, I mean, especially stuff that's come out right away because we want to put these podcasts yeah. out right away, but they're also going to be archived for a while. And I also want to talk about things without having a filter. You know what I mean? Yeah. The good thing about this is to, to scrutinize is to really delve into like scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes the best scenes are the spoiler scenes. So, and I'm we'll, okay with that as yeah. you and I, we'll, so we'll, we'll feel cool. it out, but I feel like a lot of the stuff we'll talk about if people haven't seen it before we've talked about it, then, then you're behind. Like yeah. we're, we're, we try to be on the, the forefront of like the stuff we love, but even we fall behind. Like yep. It took me three, almost a whole month to see end game. And oh yeah. Just cause it was sold out. Like I didn't even think about buying tickets and it was just, everything was sold out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's probably the best anyways. So I'll try, especially since you haven't seen this, I won't try to spoil it too much. But yeah. Mindhunter. Uh, it's the new s- series that, uh, from David Fincher who also did house of cards and, uh, was my number one favorite director last week. Um, it follows these two, uh, FBI agents. Um, let's see what's does it have their names? One second, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Holden Ford and Bill Tench, played by Jonathan Groff and Holt uh, McCallany. I'm not good with names. McCallany. I don't know. You'd rec- you'd maybe write uh, recognize Holt. He's been in a few uh, like FX shows, um, but really good casting with these guys. Kind of good cop, bad cops. Kind of two sides, and they really play off each other really well. But so they uh, they are a um, kind of a, uh, a mix of these other FBI agents that it's it's OK. Let me start back a little bit. Sorry, because it's such a great show. It's got a lot to reveal or like unravel from this thing. So the story is about these two FBI agents that are on the forefront of serial killers and like mental illness that refer, like refers to murder and okay. killers. And they're based on real FBI agents that they had. I don't, I don't have their names on here, but um but basically these two guys that the writers thought of are fictional, but they're placed in the real world of what actually happened. And did you see season one? I did season. Is it the same? Yeah. So each, so each, yeah, same thing. Um, each season they follow basically one murder. Well, the first, first season is it's, there's a, 
a timeline of one murder they're trying to find, but also sprinkled in because they're kind of setting up the show. They have to show these other ones because they they don't even know what they're doing. That's the whole fun of the show. You're seeing these guys figuring out these serial killers. Now. Yeah, it's like the forefront of what that was. And what's great too is they get these actors to portray these serial killers so well. It is insane. Didn't I hear that the guy that was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was in? Well, spoil. Okay, two? now you spoiled it for me. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my little fun facts. Oh, okay. No, no I'll, okay. Get, I'll get to it right now. That's no, that's good. So the season two, Charles, they get to Charles Manson, and that's not the guy they're following. They just, um, they're okay. So overall, season two, season one was. I'm trying to remember what the name of the killer was. I forget. But they're also interviewing a bunch of other ones. But season two is mainly about the Atlanta killings. Did you ever know about that? About the little kids that I got? did not. Well, you're going to learn a lot. And Wait, the, the Atlanta? Atlanta murders? No, I didn't. It was no. um, 70s. I'm trying to remember what's... Yeah, late 70s. Uh, a bunch of uh, African-American little boys started just oh, disappearing yeah. left I and right. I do remember hearing about that. You know, where it's 1030. Where are your kids? It was like a thing that went down there. And so they, they go down there and try to figure out what's going on at the same time, still interviewing other inmates around the country. And one of them is Manson. And yeah, so I didn't even know they haven't really like publicized it at all. Like I kind of stumbled on it. I even went on the IMDb trivia. It's not even on there on his page. Did it, um, did it surprise you? And yeah, I was like, Oh, up? but that totally makes sense. His name is Damon Hiraman. Hiraman. He's kind of character actor you might recognize from a couple of things, uh, low budget. But yeah, he plays the young Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, and then also plays the caged up old Manson in jail who they uh, they interview. That's man, so cool. He nails it. And what's That's great, awesome. too, is um, I, I've been meaning to watch it for that reason because I'm fascinated. By yeah, that stuff. they take they f- the directors and all I mean everyone involved find these old archive videos and tapes and audio whatever they can find and give it to the actors and go mimic that act it and yeah. it's amazing um I can't say any more about David Fincher I think he's great um I like I kind of like this even though I'm sure he'll start making movies again pretty soon but I do kind of like this long format of his that yeah. he'll he'll direct like the first two episodes as like a template and then and then the pass next, it off, and then then they start doing new directors every time, as like, okay, here you go. This is what you got to work with. Now you can have like fun a little bit. And he's he's on. I'm sure he's on set a lot, and probably gets final cut. Um, that sounds that's super cool. Yeah, but I mean, I love the show. It's it's. Uh, I also read that he, when David Fincher was, um, oh, there's someone, there's a famous actress that's a producer on here who helped him. Um, get it going and she she took him to I'm so used to IMDb on my phone I'm not used to it on my um on the screen where's the cast where's the cast list there it it's a mystery you have to figure it out you have to be the mind hunter and there figure it out <laughs> try to guess what's her name I'm sorry folks I think it's Charlie's Theron Theron. Is it Charlize Theron? She's awesome. If so, then that's that's like a big deal. I, I found it earlier on another page. I'm sorry. Uh, dead air. Um, I think it's her. I'm pretty sure she got involved and sent it to HBO. 
and they pitched HBO and HBO was like, no, we're not interested. And then the next year, oh, what they said was like, yeah, we're not interested. We're not interested in two white uh, male cops in suits solving murders. And then the next year they came out with True Detective. Which is that exactly that, isn't it? Yeah. So they then they took it to Netflix and Netflix was like, yeah, here's a bunch of money. Go have that, fun. That's why I love Netflix. Netflix is so open to just like, okay, you want to well, try it? I think Do they're going to start kind of pulling back a little bit because now it was like the first time in the quarter like they've had a loss. They really they have? They, that's scary. There's not as much. Um, they lost like usership or like they're. Well, you have Disney coming out with. The market's getting soon. diluted now. Everyone's copying them. Yep. And then and, and then they're taking their shows with them. Yeah. Like The Office and Friends and all these shows are going to leave Netflix. That's <laughs> one and of the main reasons people have 100% Netflix. 100% not signing up for any of these things. I will buy the DVDs well, and watch actually them. Actually, the, in the airing of, I mean, while we're recording this, they did just announce like the full Disney Plus this weekend. Yeah. Did you I see heard the, about that? D2, D23 at D23, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to do Mandalorian, all the star Wars stuff. And you might as well. I mean, I might even see if one, like, uh, see how many counts you can do and then split up my family. I think it's, Ten ninety nine. Oh, that's nothing. And I, and I think that's what Netflix is now too, because they had to raise their price mm-hmm. recently. So uh, it, yeah, I'll sign. I'll sign me on. I love Disney. So so anyways, Shameless. um, Mindhunter, awesome, totally bingeable. Yeah. Uh, I'll you, catch up. It's, it's not sure. too gruesome, and they do a couple icky things, but it's it borders the line where it's it's more creepy and psychological. Oh yeah, very psychological. Awesome. So. So on a yeah, would you and would you see scrutiny scale? You oh, scrutiny give it scale. A what? Uh, which we got. I have a couple ideas too off camera. That, yeah, or off camera, off mic. Uh, to talk about. I want to redefine this scrutiny scale because we really want to review stuff in a you know civil manner and seeing both sides and exactly. kind of come up with our new or our own kind of thing. But just a basic A through F thing. I, I give Mindhunter A. Well, yeah, I mean, Not it's an a plus. masterful director. I, I would give it an A-plus if, if Fincher was directing every episode, but since he's kind of handing his workshop to other people, I'll just give it an A. So, but yeah, anyways, so uh, what'd you see? Okay. I saw a movie. So I saw a film, a very good film, a very weird film. What's the but surprise, surprise. Wonderful. Um, the movie that I saw was Ready or Not. Did you hear about that? Ready or not, no. From the title, what do you think it's about? T- tag? <laughs> close. Or hide, Very close. hide and seek? Hide and seek. Oh, okay. So the plot of Ready or Not is a woman gets married to a man, a rich family, marries into a rich family of very odd people. And they have a tradition where every um, every time somebody gets married and is new a new member of the family, they have to pick a game to play at midnight of that wedding, and they play the game. So there's this very funny line where they're about to pick the pick the game, or she's about to pick the game, and she's like, "This is weird. Why am I doing this?" The guy's like. When I picked it, I got old maid. What the fuck is old maid? <laughs> Just like the whole like that whole exchange is really funny. He has no idea what he was like. I have no idea what old maid was when I did it. What What is that? It's a card game. 
Okay, that's what I thought it was. He's okay. like, what the fuck is old okay. maid? And nobody really knows the rules, really, like, up front. I actually thought, I knew it had to be all cards, but I thought it was, like, a specific card. Yeah. So, whatever. anyway, Anyways. she gets, she picks it, mm. and she gets uh, hide and seek. Okay. And so, every time somebody gets hide and seek for some reason or another, they don't really explain this too much, there's a... They have to sacrifice. They have to do a ritual. So the game goes as follows. She has no idea until like, you know, a little bit into the movie. She's marrying into the family? Yeah. Okay. And so she, they say, okay, we're going to count to 100. You're going to go hide. We're going to find you. She's like, okay, I'll do it. So she goes and hides. And the next, after she leaves the room, the next shot is the dad getting a gun off of the wall. And then handing a bunch of weapons around an axe, a shotgun, like a bunch of different weapons. And the whole thing is that now they get to go hunt her. She has no idea, but they have to do it because they believe that if by the end of the night they don't find her and kill her and sacrifice her or find her and sacrifice her, then something terrible is going to happen. Sacrifice her to what? Like the gods or to. What? I don't want to really... That's uh, a major yes. plot point. I won't spoil that, but like they, they have to sacrifice her or something really bad is going to happen to her. Um, so the whole movie is her running around hiding. It's really... It's got a lot of like really brutal scenes, but overall it's it has humor. It's and w- funny. And when you say she, this is uh, Samara Weaving? Yes. Okay. Yes. I got the list up. And at, yeah, Adam, Adam Brody. Brody. I like Adam Brody. He's got... He's Mark O'Brien, Henry Zerny. And Andy McDowell. Oh, um, Andy McDowell. Where has she been? So the really funny thing about this is that there's this sense of... You can tell the directors wanted to make a movie that spoke on just the elite and rich people and the weird-ass traditions they have in their families. And then there's a really funny scene where she's running away and she's going across the street in a, a car, like a really fancy car, mm-hmm. like screeches to a halt in front of her. She's like, help, help, help. And he stops. He's like, get the fuck off my car. What are you doing? And then when she, when he, once he drives off, she just swears and cusses, you stupid motherfucker. And then whatever. And then she stops and she's like, fuck rich people. And it's just so like blatantly the directors being like even though you know obviously they're part of that Mm. it is a social commentary on the class system and then there's also a sense of feminism with the you know with the she's wearing a wedding dress like the whole time and it was it's so funny it's so far-fetched it's a comedy. hilarious um no it's not well it's 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 funny because it's it's so crazy and over the top yeah and i think that like quentin tarantino's yeah graphic scenes are funny sometimes like yeah that. okay. and the, that's exactly what it is the director knows what it the directors knew what it was but they absolutely played it up and mm. hammed it out um i really highly recommend this movie i can't recommend it enough yeah once i looked it up i, I saw the poster and i was like oh okay yeah i kind of recognize that movie and it's super short it's like an hour and 30 something minutes okay um, and you were uh you brought up um kind of hunting the elite and stuff. Did you hear about that movie that got banned recently? The yeah. That's, the hunt? that's crazy. That's kind of like the same sort of not plot. I mean, obviously it's not, no one's getting married, but yeah, it's people getting hunted and yeah, you know. 
I I feel I feel like there's that movie will come out eventually. That one I felt there was too much money. I felt like it was that. I felt like it was a little over the top in this climate right now, but this movie was it, it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it it feels so you can tell in the it's like the, own it's its own world. Yeah, in yeah. the set is beautiful. It's like it, old Victorian or like old houses yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it made it, it made me it kind of brought me back to like Disneyland, like being in the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Like it's just super, super cool, ethereal vibe. Um, a lot of moments of just weird, awkward, like quiet parts where she's, you know, trying to hide. And mm. I don't know. It, it's a really, really good movie. All the actors hammed it up to the max. So it's really, really funny. Um, Oh, there's so many good lines in it. Yeah, well, I, it's, I, like, it's good dialogue. And stuff. Yes, very good dialogue. So cheesy, but they mm. wrote it so well that mm. it you, you it moves at a breakneck pace. Favorite. So, what would you give on the scrutiny scale right now? On the scrutiny scale, if I were gonna give it a, a grade, I would give it an A. I liked it. I really, really nice. liked it. I I didn't see anything wrong with it. It didn't do that thing where it, it's a movie where it's trying to be funny. And it went too far because yeah. it didn't do that. It it knew exactly what it was, was short, so is, it didn't need to keep going. Is it like a horror movie? They would call it a black comedy horror. On the, I'm looking at like the guys that directed it and wrote it, and they're very kind VHS of VHS, yeah, kind of, and, and some other stuff that they did with the horror kind of based stuff, and it didn't look like that was this kind of movie. Yeah, it's a it's a. I would like, say it's more of a it, like a black comedy. They're very like new kids on the block. So if this might be a good movie to get them even on the next level to get like a yeah. bigger budget. I think honestly, I think they should. The, they seriously should do movies like this where it's where it's kind of cloaked. It's kind of like a Jordan Peele. He does. Yeah. Um, he does like movie horror movies, but they're cloaked with more to it. You it's know rated, what I mean? It's rated R though, right? It is rated R. Yeah. Um, how'd you see it? Did you go out in the movie or out of the theaters? Uh, yeah, me, uh, my wife and I went inside. I guess we also got to make sure to tell it. people that how, how we saw these or heard these yeah. things. Yeah. Go see it in the theater. It's, it's well worth it. Mindhunter's on of, Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Go grab a bag of popcorn, nice. sit in the air conditioning. I haven't heard much quieter. about it. So, okay, cool. I'll yeah. check it out. Super uh, good. By the way, I looked it up. Uh, it, it, it was Charlize Ther- Theron. Theron? I think it's, I think it's pronounced Theron. Theron? Yeah. I think it's. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, it's either Theron or Theron. Who knows? But uh, cool. You give it an A. Yeah. Nice. All right. Absolutely. Well, let's get into our uh, cartoon countdown of our top three favorite cartoons growing up. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, at number three. Oh, you know what? Do you have Do you have like theme songs you want to play? Uh. I'm gonna bring up mine. I don't know. May, um. Let's see. Uh. Let's see if I can find it. Well, I mean, I got mine. Should I just go? Yeah, go. All right. Excuse me. I just burped coffee. All right. My number three premiered in, I'm sorry, 1991, uh, August 11th, 1991 on Nickelodeon. I was also thinking on this list too is I was, I was, because we only only had three spots to uh, each spot as a station, like a, one cartoon per station. Cause I, I watched, it wasn't just on one channel. I had like multiple channels, right? We had cable. 
So um, my number three is kind of for Nickelodeon because I was a Nickelodeon kid. I really I wasn't a Disney kid, even though I love Disney. Disney cha- Channel was too like kitty for me. Like it was yeah. too polishy and like I didn't get it. But so I was more of a Nickelodeon kid and I actually got to go to Nickelodeon Studios when oh, I was younger. That is a dream. Right it was there, cool man. looking out there and then you get in then it was like, oh, this is it. But it was a film. It was a studio. Like yeah. I, I'm sure I would probably appreciate it more now today because I, I could get it. But so um, let's see your first. My number three. Three. A kid that I really I connected to, Corey. I connected with this guy because okay. he had real problems. You know, he wasn't just like the cool kid. He was the average kid. A little show called oh. and dude the theme song like oh, that's great so good a little pork chop in there and uh skeeter you know and then we had a patty man pat patty patty mayonnaise huh what a babe you know i love doug uh simple cart like animation it wasn't like uh crazy 3d here comes roger oh yeah Pats or whatever they Roger Clots. Clots, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, you just put this kid in like normal situations. And I also loved uh, the Beats. Was it the Beats? Oh, no. The Beats. Yeah. Banging on a trash can, dude. Dude, they had some like <laughs> kind of cool like music videos in their show a little bit too. And um, yeah, it's a nice little theme. I think a theme song really, if you don't have a good theme song, then you don't have a good show. Yeah, right? dude. And But Doug, the one thing about Doug that I liked is he, he was an everyman. We get all, That's what all I mean, of yeah. us average kids could totally relate to him. I remember he had an episode where he got, he was going to prom. Yeah. And Patty Mayonnaise. He got to he's taking yeah. Patty Mayonnaise. It was a big deal. Got a suit and everything. And then I wasn't, I was watching Doug. I guess he was in high school, right? Uh, in- yes, I believe so. Bluffington oh, so High 12, School, right? A twelve-year-old. Oh wow, Bluffington Middle School then, because he lived in he lived in Bluff. But is it Bluffington? <laughs> you know more or about Bluff the show Town? than I do. Is it Blufftown or Bluffington? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's Bluffington. It's not in the beginning part, but um, I remember Mr. Dink. Mr. Dink was cool. Yeah, I want to watch old episodes. Um, but yeah, he had this episode where I didn't really. So it was like kind of looking up to Doug. Like, yeah. oh, this is what I kind of have to look up to, and he got a zit. Right oh, on the front of his big episode. nose, and it it was like the end of the world for him. And I was like, oh my god! Like I I haven't got zits yet. Is that what it's gonna be like when you have a zit? And but didn't these cartoons kind of prepare us for that stuff in a way? Well, especially Doug. It. That's why I liked yeah. it. It was like, oh, now I get it. Like, yeah. So. It, and it had a moral. It always had like a moral. <laughs> and I liked his little imaginations where it would go. <laughs> and he would he would like imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Uh, he had good parents too. Yeah, oh. Mr. D- yeah, Mr. Dink was the next door neighbor, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 very expensive. <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous guy. Yeah. Um and also like uh with Nickelodeon they had this, I don't know, I was with Disney too. It's just they had to compete against Disney. Yeah. And they kind of did it. Well, also it was I think it was Turner broadcast i don't know but they but, did their job well and, and, and snick too that was a big yeah deal. that's what i was gonna think of is snick was a big deal for me that was like yeah prime time television like give Absolutely. me the snick time baby well and then um shows like doug and then you had all the live action shows which we won't go and do now <laughs> yeah we'll do that but, again though 
Um, all real it, monsters yeah. like that one too. It all started this kind of this this whole culture, '90s culture, very bright colors, gak, the was, slime, was, all that stuff. And it was basically all hand drawn too. Real computers was, weren't really doing it was that yet. Super cool, yeah, yeah. But then also, oh, that was the other thing too. With Disney is like, so they had this whole run with Doug on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon, and then he got bought by Disney. Disney. ABC, and right? After that, I was done. You know, yep. I'm not. I don't. I'm not in with Disney. Doug. He, I'll always be not, a Nickelodeon. He kid. sold out. That, that little <laughs> guy sold out to Disney, and I'm not into it. So that's great. Good luck to him, but I am a Nickelodeon boy. <laughs> yeah, I. It's such a good show, though. So yeah. many good, just messages, and I remember my the one I remember the most was the liver and onions episode where he was like oh, super yeah. scared of eating the liver. <laughs> <and onions. laughs> Sorry. Coffee down the pipe. Then he I do it. remember that one, yeah. And then, yeah, the episode where they go and try to see the Beats and they miss the concert. Yeah. And they're all bummed. And then they get the Beats come into the restaurant to hang out. Yeah. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. good. And I remember the principal, Mr. Bone. Was that his name? Man, you <laughs> know a lot about Bone. this show more than I do. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love Is this on your list? No. Okay, it good. wasn't. Are we going to have any crossover? I, maybe. Maybe. There's, there's one on my list that... The, the yeah my other crossover. It's probably the number one because my number one is all right. We'll see. Well, let's go to your number three. What's your number three, bud? Okay. Well, I better play the theme. Hopefully, it works. Let's see. I'm gonna pot it up. Playing on let's your. See end. If it works. I don't know what this is. It has no vocals or anything. Vocals or anything. Like the PJs? Well, it has somebody saying something. Hey Arnold! Yes! Is it? Hey Arnold! Yes. I was the only I was trying to think of what they say at the end. I was and like, and I, the interesting thing is you said, oh I, I I really relate to this kid. I really relate to Dude, yeah, I forgot about Arnold. Him. This is a good one. I it's he's Sam up there with Doug, yeah. And and it crossed such a great boundary. It was that like we Doug was the West Coast kid and Hey Arnold East was Coast. the East Coast kid. Yeah. Oh my gosh, but it's so great. One of my favorite episodes in Hey Arnold was the Stoop Kid. Remember Stoop Kid? Yeah. Stoop Kids gotta leave the stoop. <laughs> it, it it was just this this moment of clarity for this kid who just had this social anxiety and then all the town kids came in and Farming. told him, you know, don't don't be afraid. Like it's cool. You're awesome. You're the super. Well, it's your before thing. it's time. Yeah, and a lot of it is I, I went back and rewatched it. I actually bought the full season, um, or the whole series. And the big thing for me was I noticed how much it promoted just loving people for who they are and like accepting people for who they're not necessarily accepting, but um bringing people into your group no matter yeah. what they were no matter that who true. they That's were kind of, yeah i never really thought about that show i mean Especially with his football head yeah you even <laughs> <laughs> you even have the like the bully who what, at first stinky the, or whatever is no not stinky well, wasn't the forget his name gerald the gir- gerald I the think? girl that likes him is kind of his bully too right it was An- angela what was it? uh helga helga she kind of like she's she kind of like, like the bully yeah yeah well, and then you have the other kid with the backwards hat. He's kind of tall, has like a tooth that sticks out. He looks like that. a villain. Yeah. But he ends up at one point, at some points in the show, 
kind of hanging out with them. It's just a really good coming of age story. Dude, he had a sweet room. Yeah, he did. It was every kid no kid dream ever. Yeah, skylight. no kid ever had that. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, and then you came up through the floor, right? Yeah, it was the attic. He's super and cool. His, his grandpa, like, he lived with his grandpa, right? He, yeah, he, didn't he have, did. Didn't have parents. He didn't, and that was a that was another really yeah. powerful part of that show. Is I think there were episodes that dealt with that, if I'm not mistaken. Now, did he? Did he, I think there was an episode too where they talked about it? Like, was he wearing a kilt, or was he wearing like? I believe it was a kilt. Or I also thought it was like a, a shirt, like tied around his waist. Oh, yeah, that would be the nineties. Like bring up, kid. bring up a photo of, of Arnold. Because I remember that being like a debate, like, what is he wearing? Is he wearing a kilt or is he wearing like a plaid button up, but like around his, you know? Because that was a very like nineties thing to do. It, yeah, he has jeans on, so it is, it is a, it is the a plaid like shirt wrapped around. See, he has Weird, like right? jeans on. That makes sense. It almost it, no, yeah, because the way oh, it wait. comes up. Oops. No, click it. It's under. Oh, I see. It's actually underneath his sweater. Yeah. It's just too big for him. That makes sense. Oh, actually, that makes sense. Shit, we're good. <laughs> Shit's going down over there. We're still working on everything. The kinks out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It seems like he has a collared shirt, and it just okay, is yeah. big. There it is. Um. <laughs> But yeah, great, great show. I didn't Nickelodeon. know. I did not know that uh, the creator, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, um, was. Let me read it real quick. Um, the designs for Hey Arnold characters are actually traced back to Matt Groening, the Simpsons. Oh, from the Simpsons. Because. Graining is actually Craig Bartlett, the guy who created it. It's mm-hmm. his brother-in-law. Oh wow! It's crazy. Oh and yeah, then, I'm sure he probably asked him for advice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bartlett gave Graining a special thanks in the third season. Uh, the third season episode. Oh wow! Well, fun um, fuck there. Yeah, and then uh, apparently Lisa Graining, who's Matt Graining's sister, uh-huh. uh, was Bartlett's. Was actually Bartlett's wife. Yeah. Uh, thought Arnold um, should. It, he, she gave him advice on how Arnold should be and how he what how he you know he should have been portrayed um and she didn't want she said you don't want to fall into the rugrats thing where you have Angelica who's like the bully girl yeah it's like you don't want another bully girl like find another bully like do but, something else you but know? even Helga her being a bully it had a nice little twist where yeah. then you saw when no one was around how much she loved Arnold oh and my had, a sh- had a shrine yeah. of her of him and Bubble stuff gum and everything. yeah and and I, I I know a lot of girls felt that way that they act that way out they like a boy and the way they do it is punching and hitting yeah that's how they want to get attention and so guys that, do it too yeah yeah but especially with girls like um the chase him around. That was a good one. I honestly didn't even cross my mind. And I'm, yeah. I'm kind of bummed I didn't even think about that one. A good one. It's it's essentially a. It reminds me a lot of Doug. Honestly. Yeah. It yeah. yeah. Just it was on around the same more, time too. I think Doug was be, be, a little bit before. It, it would be because it's a little more modern. We wouldn't have an Arnold if it wasn't Doug. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, what's your next one, sir? So we'll move on to my number two. And my number two is kind of, it's a very broad. It's it's a, it's a big umbrella. And I'm sorry, it's not a particular show, but it kind of was. Uh, my number two, which was on uh, my other favorite network, the Cartoon Network. 
Um, but it wasn't an original show like Doug was with uh, Nickelodeon. This was basically just Looney Tunes. I'm just saying Looney Tunes in general. All the characters under that umbrella, they would they would play like just straight hours over and over the little skits, you know, little yeah vignettes um, back to back to back to back to back. You know, Tom and Jerry, Bugs. You know, I I'm a Bugs guy. I love Bugs, but you know, all the even all the deep ones with like, you know. Uh, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner and uh, even the Wasay well, say, you know, uh, Fog um, Leghorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they play not just not just Fog the bug Horn. stuff. They would get into like the deeper characters like Sylvester and, and Tweety Bird and it 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 was a time where I mean I don't I don't know, I haven't really watched a lot of cartoons like newer cartoons, yeah. especially for that age, but I mean they were pretty brutal. Like a lot of them were just like a lot of the storylines were I'm trying to get to you. I'm trying to kill you. I'm getting, you know, better run away. Yeah. You know, well, the coyote and run, uh, road runner and Tom and Jerry and even Edward Fudd and bugs. And like, they're all <laughs> the basic premise of all of them were, I'm going to go get you. You better get away. And yeah, they, they mess with the people. And I, I, I like how that era of cartoons very much kind of interrelated with film. And oh they yeah, did a lot of film that reference. Was all hand drawn, and and honestly, it was um, what's the main guy's name? Not obviously not Hannibal Barra, but what's the uh, Jones? Chuck Jones. Chuck Jones, right? Chuck was, Jones. Yeah, he's like he did the majority, like just like how. Oh no, uh, but he did a majority of like the voices. It was like mostly all him. It's incredible, especially at the beginning. I think he started giving more because more successful he got he couldn't do as many and he needed to concentrate on more of the animation but yeah um another fun fact i saw here that um it was actually the first thing that cartoon network debuted on october 1st they premiered with looney tunes short the great piggy bank robbery so that was the first in 92 it's so i mean i i love those just all the old cartoons Dude, Marvin the Martian, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. I love the Marvin the Martian. I love the opera. Oh, yeah. The, the, you know what I'm talking with, about? With, Bugs with, Bunny? With and... uh, Elmer Fudd? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's great. Such a and classic. especially, yeah, and the music. Yeah. The, the full orchestras playing this stuff. And they're playing it like they would sit in a room and they would conduct and the music. <laughs> yeah. How the, not even the sound, the sound effects was the violin. Yeah. yeah. Like you were saying like, do, 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 do. or when you would, you know, would slide down a hill, you know, they would do that with a violin or something. And it just, there, there was such a grandiose form of art back there. Back it was then. more appreciated. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you, you had to kind of imagine, you know, a little bit more. It just wasn't diluted now with all this 3d animated oh, stuff. And just, not, not that I don't appreciate yeah. the, the uh, how far we've come from oh, yeah. pen to paper to um, Lion King. And I mean, Pixar, that is a version Lion, of animation. Yeah. Like that's how how, I, how far we've gone in such a small amount of time. Like, yeah. Think about like we'll we'll see. This is it was nineteen. I don't have one. Looney Tunes started. Oh, it's got to be fifties, maybe. Something like that, 60s? Oh, this is all about Cartoon Network and Looney Tunes, not the major. Anyways, but 
even 50 years, how far we've come. So I can't wait to see how far we get in another 50 years, what animation is going to be. We're going to be in Looney Tunes. They're going to bring it back, too. Oh, wow. I, um, 1930 to 1969. Dude, there you go, man. That's insane. I, I heard that they're going to re- start redoing, like making new vignettes, and, and they're making a new Space Jam with LeBron James. <laughs> Which is, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of LeBron James, but he's he's entertaining. He's supposed yeah. to, He's exactly who he's supposed to be. And let's see which he's supposed to be the new Jordan. So let's see which your acting chops are. Let's see if they're better than Jordan was. Oh, Jordan. It's a high was. bar, man, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam was great. Man. I love Space Jam. Yeah. So, so good. Uh, my number two, Cartoon Network and specifically uh, Looney Tunes. All right. Let me see if I can play this. Oh, you know, um, I was. Okay. I, let me play that after. But I was going to play the theme song of Looney Tunes, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me play mine real quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's such a good one. Everyone knows it. It's three yeah. seconds. Uh, there's a freaking ad. I guess the money shot of course, there's ooh, an ad. Money shot. It's probably not the best thing to say. No, it's it. talking about barbecue. Oh, okay. Because I, but oh, definitely brings back so many memories. Even the presentation, they had like titles. They would give you like. And here we go. Oh, so good. Was the and then the, at the end. Yeah. Well, that's all, folks. Oh, Porky. So Porky. Good. Yeah, we didn't even mention Porky. Such iconic characters. You, see, everybody knows. Kids. So good. Adults. Everybody. Um, all right. So play okay. So mine. Number two. Kind of. Kind of plays off. Of Let me that. try to guess it again. Um, sorry, oh, I you're gonna, you're sorry gonna, I didn't do that on mine. You'll know. Uh, let's see if there's an ad. I guarantee there's an ad. So whatever. Yeah. Is there? I'll pod you down. Is this it? Oh. Is it Johnny Bravo? Keep guessing. I know it. Oh, Ren Stimpy? Uh-huh. Yep. I almost considered putting it on mine, but... um. I remember even watching it. Like, I, I watched it because my aunt. Sorry, this is really good too. I've never heard this in a while. Oh, it's killer! Listen to that guitar. It's shredding. Kind of surfy, kind of jazzy. Oh, little, little bongos in there. That's a good one. I thought about putting on there, but then because <clears throat> I watched it uh, with my aunt, who was yeah. like, and when she when I was watching it, she was like, you know, twenties. So it was, you know funny to her because it yeah. was kind of like a, an adult cartoon <laughs> yeah and i thought it was it was just fun to watch but i didn't understand what was going on i didn't understand a lot of the punchlines. it's now that i've gotten older i've gone back and go oh now i get it like it this was just yeah it's, it's kind of an such adult cartoon. An, it's an interesting show because it does kind of piggyback off of like looney tunes and things like that with the slapstick humor um, and actually, Stimpy was the design for Stimpy was actually inspired by Tweety, a Tweety Bird car- cartoon. Huh. Um, so there, there was there was kind of a featurette on one of the DVD sets where uh, John Chris Felusi, who's the guy who wrote it, okay, um, he he attributed the bulbous nose from a cartoon uh, by um, with Tweety in it called the Gruesome Twosome. <laughs> it was this. If you watch, go back and watch that's, that tweet. They, they, that's an Always Sunny. I wonder if is that's, it? I wonder if they do that because of 
from that. I don't it know. It could be a reference Fra- Frank to... And, Frank and Charlie are the gruesome twosome. Gruesome twosome. Yeah, gruesome twosome. Yeah, gruesome they are. Gruesome Tuesdays. Sorry. It's true. <laughs> I remember fun. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the cat... The cat's actually... Um, if you if you look at Ren and Stimpy themselves, they're an amalgamation of multiple things. I mean, you have Ren, who's kind of a uh, he. He's uh, what's that? It's got a good cop. Lori, bad cop Greg like. Laurie or whatever. Yeah, that actor. His voice. No, i not Greg Laurie. Something Laurie. Peter Laurie. You know, old, old, old oh, actor. Okay. Peter Laurie, I think it is. He um he had like a distinct voice yeah. to him and they modeled Ren after oh, that. Oh, okay. And then you had Stimpy who was kind of like Larry or uh that would be Ren. Uh, it was actually it, Stimpy was like curly, kind of that whole I was almost going to say like Stan and Ollie. The what? Stan and Ollie? Like um the uh, old Yeah, oh comedians. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz one was skinny, one was fat, and that was kind of what they looked like Yeah, too. and they they I mean, they had episodes where they got away with stuff. I, I have no idea how they the, got with away the with the cat it. litter stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, with Log and, like, little commercials they would do and Powdered Toast Man. And yeah, and, like, the farting and the gross close-ups. And it that's, was, where uh, it, that's where a little kid like me liked it. But yeah. It, but then there was, like, this whole other overtone that I oh, just didn't. Oh, cr- it's so crazy. The, Billy, was, Bill, the great Billy West. We all know him. Oh, Futurama. I was going to say Simpson guy too, right? He helped Simpsons. I don't know if he was on Simpsons. Billy West was, he did a lot. I'm sure he's done a voice on Simpsons. Probably. Because Futurama is Simpsons. He was Doug. Yeah, that was one. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen that video of him doing like all the voices? Like all, like he's done them all. Like, yeah, that guy is insane. And so he, he actually, um, he kind of had to fill in because, Chris Felusi actually, he ended up getting fired from the show because he made one that was just too violent. He made an episode, and Nickelodeon's like, "Yeah, we're done. Um, you got to go." And then, and then he ended up coming back and like making it for Spike TV, and oh, somebody really? else ran it. Huh. So then it it didn't do as well um, uh-huh. on Spike. And then there's this infamous awkward interview on. Howard Stern between Billy West and John Chris Felusi. Oh, really? It's it's really really awkward. They kind of like they, you can. They're not sense they're not the fr- they're not friends with each other. No, oh. you can sense the heat. I'll have to check that out. Um, you'll have to watch it. It's really <laughs> and, funny. And Stern's the best because he brings out he's like Provoke he's it. so nice, but still like he pokes the bear so yeah. hard because he wants that on, on his show so bad. Yeah, yeah. And so Ren and Snippy w- has a fond place in my heart because my dad would wake me up every like you know saturday morning and when they had the reruns playing he would be like come out let's that's, watch that's so funny because like nowadays if the show came on like it would be a uh, adult swim show yeah like, there's no way they play this at saturday morning like, yeah this is like crazy it is oh they, my god they for sure there's an all everyone that was on making that show was on cocaine yeah like there, guaranteed <laughs> there was an episode where they they create hairball like Hairballs, so they lick this guy's back and then just <laughs> I do remember that be like, yeah, does the hairball thing. <laughs> and Ren like exploits him for his. And I like that they would, they would do like this, you know, you see the animation, but then they would like cut to and it would be like a 
piece of art. Yeah, yeah this is it wouldn't nasty. It, it, it wouldn't really even move. The, it would just be a frame, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it would it would tell you they really tried really hard just yeah. for that one frame, and then they go back. We really emphasized. Such, yeah, such a good show. Yeah, that was that's good, man. It, it it's weird as hell. Yeah, like, it's I, so I, good. It crossed my mind to put it on my list, but then I just like I I didn't get it as a kid, so I'm not gonna put yeah. it on there. But I definitely watched it a lot. It was it was one of those things where now my dad, whenever I like talk to him, and he'll actually he'll say like you idiot, you and idiot. He, bring, yeah. he brings it up all the time. So it's log, really funny. it's log, it's something. It's better than bad. It's good. There you go. You know <laughs> I just know the log part. It's big and it's made of wood. And I loved how Powder Toast Man <laughs> flew, flew backwards. Powder Toast Man. Dude, Who thinks so of that? Weird. That's a good one. All right, anyway. we gotta get this moving along because we're yep. running behind. So my number one especially because I could probably talk about this show. I could do a whole episode on the show because these guys are geniuses. Um, we don't deserve them. They're amazing. The two guys that made it. I'm going down south. I'm going to have myself a time. Of course, South Park. Oh, my goodness. Theme song by Primus, by the way. And there, there are multiple uh, versions of this theme song. Like they've updated it since then, but this is the OG. This is the one I remember. Yeah. And I, you know, I hate this theme song. As much as I love this show, like I hate this song. It's the worst. It's so weird. But, yeah. but I still, I still know all the words, you know. And but every time it comes, I'm like, it's like, oh god, this is so bad. But it's so primus. But uh, yeah, South Park. I mean. Trey and and Matt are just on a different level. They're almost like the like a new version of like uh, Ren and Stimpy guys. Like they were, they use these little children to express these crazy like ideas that no one has ever even think of and poke and poke the bear too. Yeah, like hard and do it on an intellectual level. When you yeah, you ask the question of are the kids the ones with the. And somehow, and, and sometimes a lot of these at the end of the episodes, even when they're dealing with like a whole town, the kids are usually like the smartest. Yeah. Like they're the ones finding, like with Stan, like, you know what? I learned something today. I liked when he did that. He would break everything down. Like, this is why we're fighting. And it's like, oh yeah. It's very Shakespearean. The oh, fool. Yeah. The I mean, fool is always the wise one, you know? I, I put the them in like Always Sunny, kind of on the same level of just yeah. ridiculousness. But then when you start really breaking down their ridiculousness, it's so genius and And to to compare whatever they're comparing to to like you know mass shootings or like something you don't want to this that's the almost the whole point of comedy and it's kind of being attacked now people getting like censored and not being able to say what they want to say that's the whole point of comedy to say make something up that talks about something you don't want to talk about so it brings light yeah so you don't feel so bad talking about it you know gives you a moment of you know, uh, like almost like a deep breath. Like yeah. someone might have done with mass shooting, but you know what? South Park might have figured out a funny thing where Towley is involved, and it makes you laugh for two seconds. Yeah, and that's the whole point. You shouldn't be offended by it. Like, yeah, well, they're just trying to make you laugh. Really, comedy is just and, laughing. and offend some people. <laughs> yeah, well, comedy is kind of like just laughing at tragedy because yeah. the way we deal with tragedy is either you can give up or. You can you can keep going and yeah. I, the South Park always felt really cathartic in the end. Every end of every every episode just felt so. Oh, so there is a point to all this. Yeah, like there is a point to the whole internet 
porn episode. Where yeah, especially the old ones. I, I'm, I mean, I'll continue to watch it forever. I, I try to keep up with it, but the newer ones where they're kind of more storyline, where you kind of have to watch every episode. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not really into that but I totally get why they're doing it because there's so many shows now you kind of have to make a storyline but I liked the old ones almost like Always Sunny where they were their own little story yeah but then if you were a diehard fan if and they would make references into other episodes yeah and then you go, oh, I remember that, like the Inside Joe. Nightman, Nightman, all that stuff yeah but even Cartman being fat and Kenny dying in every episode so like you know little things like that but I well, in those two are geniuses. They do you know I how? Mean, do you know how it, like they started? Um, it was one of like the first like viral. Well, wasn't even viral. It was a VHS type. They made that first one. Christmas one, yeah. Yeah, literally by hand with construction paper and did it all by themselves, and it just spread like wildfire in especially in LA. So People cool. making copies and especially the last ones. Uh, were so like just worn out because you know it's taped. Yeah, copies of copies of copy. Like it starts getting worn out, and Comedy Central got a hold of it and was like, "Here, have, so have fun." Cool. And the rest is history. And the fact that they have made you know um, Book of Mormon, and then they made the uh, South Park movie and Team and America. And if you can go see Book of Mormon, you're not going to be offended. Did you see you it? Go see it. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen, seen it. it. And it's I'm waiting for the so movie. Good. I keep hearing rumors that. Says it's because it was such a success, and they haven't made a movie in particular in a while. That they should, would you think it'd be a good movie? That they could do it. Um, there's just something magical about stage it on stage. Yeah, you can say that about people. any movie made from a musical. Though. Yeah, and then I also think it'd be cool underrated. I think basketball. Oh I, yeah, that's hilarious. It's definitely a dude movie. I'm sure not a lot of girls like it, but especially because I love baseball. It's just so yeah. ridiculous, and it's, it's like hilarious. it's like if they made. Um, an airplane type movie but with baseball yeah kind of what it was great so South Park my number one love it over absolutely and my number one I thought we were gonna overlap I thought that might have been the one we overlap on but I South Park is great I did really grow up on that I have a a guess go ahead go play it it's mine does it involve a piano oh of course but I like this Oh, you opened the show with this. Nope. Oh, this is a different version? This is Green Day. <laughs> oh, that's right. They did do like an opening. Yep. That's what I literally thought with the first one. And it's... They did it in the movie. They, oh, they played that's on the what barge. it was. They're wrecking yeah, their yeah, barge. Yeah. Or they're that's right. Barge. <laughs> the movie was all right. Yeah, it's pretty good. I love this scene because I love Green Day, but he'll start... He starts to... Or uh, kind of sings it. Oh, maybe it's later in the song, but Simpsons is what probably my favorite show of all time. It's up there for me. I thought of it, but you know, I can't pull certain episodes away like certain people would like. The one where Homer did this, it's like they're all kind of clumped in to me like I never like I've never sat and watched episode to episode to episode I kind of just watched one at a time a little bit so I always appreciate it I mean that's like a dream and then if I could someone really famous wrote that intro um it was uh, Oingo Boingo the guy yeah, uh, yeah the guy who did Oingo Boingo from Oingo Boingo I believe 
um, I think. Uh, no, it is. You're right. It's uh, the guy that does all the Tim Burton music too. Or was it Tim Burton? No, Tim Burton's the director. No, Danny Elfman. Danny Sorry, Elfman. Ne- D- Tim Burton. Danny Elfman. He always works with him. But The Simpsons is a show that is all encompassing. I yeah. stop at season ten, so they're on season like thirty or thirty-one, whatever. Well, yeah. What's crazy um, is they're still going. It's cool, but it's gonna be I, on that Disney Plus thing now too. I'm a hundred percent. Fox. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm a hundred percent seasons one through ten. They're just so memorable. Um, they they don't they have such good messages, and it was before it became unrealistically stupid, like uh, Homer. Like I, Homer as a character over time just becomes increasingly stupider and stupider and stupider <laughs> to the point of it's like I'm surprised you're a functioning human being. In the first few seasons, yes, he's stupid, but he there's some kind of redeeming factors to him, and I love that. Just after Dude. season 10, it lost me. Wait, hold on a minute. 30 seasons? There's 30 seasons. It's the longest-running sitcom on TV. And Holy shit. And for good reason. It's a great show. The writers are wonderful. And going off my last one with South Park, I mean, they even do an episode that's all about how the Simpsons have done everything. Like... Simpsons did it. Samson's dad. Samson's like, even they are like bowing to the Simpsons. Yeah. People like, we wouldn't be here without you. And if everything we do is basically just copying you. And, and it's <laughs> such, I see, I love film. You know, we yeah. both love film. And Simpsons is such, it, it's an amazing show because it nods in it and it loves film itself. It nods oh, the, at film oh, and oh, it the loves oma- film. The homages that they do. Yeah. And some of them th- that they get it frame by frame perfectly yeah like they don't screw around like they try to nail exactly how the old like the movie was and just again fond memories my brother and i on halloween like at halloween we'd watch the treehouse of horror episodes (laughs) yeah those are amazing christmas we'd watch the christmas episode every single year as a family that was like our tradition oh the simpsons christmas it was the first episode they aired my 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 family's is a christmas vacation Oh, that too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. I'm trying to... F- there's there's a guy that was on one of the original voices that was... Oh, no, he's going to be up on the top. But The Simpsons just... It, it, it started... Who's the guy that did... Oh, here he is. Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I God miss... God rest his soul, I f- but... I miss Phil Hartman so much. Could you imagine what, what he could have been doing now? Yeah. Co- like, he'd be... He was just so good, man. And then... So sad. It, yeah, it's really sad. I, I'd like to honorably mention Futurama because it kind of... It, it, yeah, I man. love that show. I actually think I've watched... I got more into Futurama than I did Simpsons, it's unfortunately. So I know even saying that, I feel bad saying that, but there's just so much Simpsons, I couldn't keep up. Well... And it was in Futurama was on Cartoon Network for a while, right? Um, I think that's one of the reasons I watched. Fox it. and then... Was it Comedy Central? Comedy Central. Oh, we're Comedy going Central. to this con. We're going to this. Central. And that's I'm sorry. And Comedy. Central. To mention too, I'm, I know I'm stepping on you, but that was my my number one too. Is the channel Comedy Central? Yeah, because they took a chance on South Park, and they made some took a chance on a lot. There were some other cartoons I was trying to like. I I actually liked Brickleberry a lot too. I didn't see it. It was it had its moments, but anyways, yeah. So Simpsons. But, 
Anyway, Futurama... They, I think they're going to make another movie, too, Simpsons. I think so, and I think that will be... I ho- hope it's the end, because it's just going to keep going, and then what do you do once Matt you, Groening So you haven't really retires? kept up with the newer ones? I have not. I've seen a couple, and I just the animation's too crazy and bright, and I it just gives me a headache. It's, super um, pu- it's a little too computery. It is. Yeah. I, I love the but, show, though. But especially with... With Top Park too is I mean they've gone full into yeah. digital, but they can it, it it I totally get it because now they can go faster, it's cheaper, and yep. they can do a lot more than they could ever imagine. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see that Six Days to Air South Park thing? Yes, dude. Insane. If no one's if you've never seen that and you don't like South Park, that's fine. But go watch and see how these guys do it. Yeah. They literally they don't do it so much anymore. I think that's one of the reasons they started doing storylines. So they wouldn't have to like be on a deadline for six days. Yeah. They it's actually insane. Had. But before when they would do like individual episodes, they would literally have six days to figure and out a whole episode. And the whole the story whole process to animation. of the process of like searching for that event. Okay, we're gonna do it on this. Let's go. Boom. Yes and just crazy what if we did this uh yes all right let's do that what if this no all right no move on to the next thing and just keep going keep yeah. the ball moving we've only missed once south park and missed I'm, a deadline once and they probably played a rerun which is fine uh, yeah no and, one noticed yeah <laughs> Such a good show. i mean yeah simpsons i mean i can't even imagine the army they have behind them making these episodes and i can't even imagine the impact they've made on all like I, I can't imagine how many shows they made an impact on how many countries <sighs> there's only a handful of like people slash characters you can go around the whole world and say do you know this person like right now unfortunately like donald trump like that's one name or yeah um homer michael, simpson michael jackson homer simpson or at least his face people will go yeah yeah, yeah like I, I know him bart dude yeah crazy crazy Calabunga, man. Yep. All well, right. nice way to little end. That's yeah. We're kind of going over the getting close to our time limit here. Yeah, and almost six. Ready to go. And so, uh, what you got for me today? Let's. See. I thought actually I was I had this song in mind. I thought maybe you it'd be the uh, the song you would play, but now I can play it. Good. It's not a TV song. I like the way that you were thinking. I didn't even think that way. But it is. A song I'll recognize. Well, maybe uh, you know the band. I don't know if you've heard the song yet. It's 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 new. Okay, let's see. Oh, day to remember. New day to remember. I give them a chance. It's a pretty cool I'm song. A, I'm a pop punk kid, and Tom Denny. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know if Tom Denny's on this one. Catchy song. I, I like it. it. That's what they do. Catchy pop punk, heavy pop punk. Like this is this better be on the radio. Yeah. Like if this isn't on K Rock, their their management, their people are doing something wrong. Curious to see what the rest of the record will sound like. We'll see. Hopefully I can work on the music video. Oh yeah, by the way, I don't think we mentioned this. I got to hang out with Blink One Eight Two this week. Sorry. I like bragging. Oh. Dude, Jelly. Tom and Mark. Or sorry, not Tom. I keep saying Tom, Travis but I did hang out with Tom the other day too. Uh, Mark and Travis it was so cool. <laughs> but yeah, data member. Anyways, so so scrutiny. Thanks again for listening. Uh, what's on for next week? Let's talk a little about what are we doing next week. Something. We'll have to decide. Hmm. We're still figuring out the format, too, people. We're trying to try to get the best show possible for you guys. 
and talk about as much things as we can. And we're going to bring on people too to talk at the end about interviews. We're just still working it out. This is a little practice, and but it's getting better. I'm yeah more comfortable. Do you remember like the first one we did? We oh, played. so awkward. We had one microphone, and we might release those at some point. I don't yeah, know. they're kind of embarrassing. A little special edition. Yeah, but uh, all right. See you next week, Corey. See you next yeah. time. See ya.